0: You know, I recently decided that my first name is now Nidimonjilla and no longer Libya's. Nidimonjilla with a lowercase N at the beginning and a full stop after the A. Ngidimunjilla. And to make it clear, Monjila is not my Oshiwambo name. It's just my name. It's my first name. Um there's no easier name i don't want you to shorten it and you know if you call me libius in town i may just ignore you now if you want to ask what it means you just ask and when you do i will tell you that it means i will not get out of the way that's what nidhi means for a very long time actually the whole of my life until like now nidhi was my middle name um But now it's the only name that I prefer to associate with my brand and my identity. And the reason why I decided to change my first name was because, I mean, anyone who knows me well enough knows that my politics center a lot around decoloniality, you know, and just decolonizing our institutions, our communities and our country. I believe in the empowerment, you know, in the celebration of blackness, of black people, of all black people. I believe in the empowerment and the celebration of what it means to be black, to be African but late last year I realized that it was a little silly of me to want everything around me to be decolonized when my identity was still colonial and I know this sounds like a stretch and maybe it is but I truly, genuinely and deeply believe, well now at least that the name Libyas, which is allegedly a Greek name is colonial and if that name, Libias, is colonial, and we accept that names form an important part of our identities. Then it means that my identity, when I use the name Libias, is colonial, and my girls and I, we we don't like that, and that's on par, <laughs> whatever people are saying nowadays. But to refocus my seriousness, I, you know, I needed to accept that my politics and my advocacy must start with myself. And that's why I changed my first name. And that's also 2021's first lesson from me. That you must make your politics and your advocacy start with you. And I know changing your first name is a little drastic. But there are many other things that you can do. Small sacrifices you can make to, you know, just internalize your personal journey um, to breaking free. The first one, for example, is, you know, cutting down... Just cutting down on all that hip-hop nonsense that we listen to. Just cut down on listening to misogynistic men, on listening to men whose lyrics are based on the same ideas that maintain rape culture. You must cut down on that. Cut down on that bullshit. In fact, you know, before I cut down on listening to, you know, mainstream hip-hop, I started realizing that all this bullshit that I was consuming was starting to direct my thought process and... Specifically, it was, you know, starting to shape the way that I see women. And now that I've stopped listening to that ugly form of hip-hop, sometimes, you know, when I hear how male rappers speak of women, I get angry. I get angry because the language is dehumanizing. It's objectifying. It's it's like women are just, just things, just, just props. It's so terrible. And what I realized was that You know, the only reason why I didn't really get angry back then was because in many ways, my views on women were either not concrete or, and this is the more likely scenario, my views on women, you know, were similar to those which male rappers express in their music. The only difference is that for me, the ideas were probably so internalized that they weren't easily visible they weren't visible to me, they weren't visible in many of my actions, but they were still there, you know, and they were maybe festering, growing larger and more intense and that's not cool. You see, if you genuinely believe in a certain idea, that belief needs to start with you and that's that's what I realized and that's why my name is now Ngedimunjila, Labius was a pet name um, that made my identity colonial um, and I could no longer have that. Because my advocacy needed to start with me, that's point number one. Point number two is <laughs> breaking free. Now, if you're listening to this episode and you've not heard of breaking free, um, you—it's you. It's embarrassing. That's just—it's embarrassing. But it's chilled. Um, I'll introduce her here to you. Um so, you know, Breaking Free is my first book. I wrote the book it's It's a limited collection of essays, images, and poems, which you know really just explore racism, xenophobia, sexual violence, and homophobia. but they also you know explore where these different themes intersect um if they intersect at all. It's a little book, a short, powerful. And hopefully impactful little book Now, the writing of Breaking Free started in May last year The original idea was to write a novel You know, narrating the life of a fictional character named Margaret. Now, Margaret was a girl, obviously Um, And the reason why I didn't want to write about a male fictional character Was because I generally believe that the experience of a man, of a boy in this world Is not nuanced, it's not layered enough um, and it's not feeling enough, you know, to create a story that can explore these themes In the way that I wanted them explored So, you know, I, I knew that I needed to write about a girl, about a woman So, by about July or June, I had about 300 pages of a messy, but, you know, solid character My Margaret, That's was breaking free but somewhere around that time i you know i I sat back and I realized that, as a guy, my imagination could never allow me to understand to fully understand the experience of a uh, black woman in this world. It didn't matter how brilliant I was at imagining narratives. There was simply no way I could properly write about how, for example, you know it feels to be in a classroom where you feel like everyone else is secretly shaming you. For a bodily process that happens every month You know, there was no way So around June, July I deleted everything And decided that Breaking Free was never going to happen But around that time I read about a book by Roxanne Gay It was her latest book And it's titled Not That Bad It's, It's written in the form of You know, a collection of essays on rape culture And it's absolutely brilliant So when I heard about the book I started writing again this time um, Writing essays, you know, poems and stuff Um, But also this time The writing was very, very slow I think I was also just, you know Just partially over it But I wrote nonetheless I kept writing And after a while I had, you know I had something So I sent it to about three people who were very dear to me and one of them gifted that very book by Roxanne Gay in return. And so I kept writing, I kept deleting, (laughs) but I kept writing and writing and then eventually I redesigned the original cover and then I kept writing. And on the 15th of January, I self published Breaking Free. So lesson number two, um, really, it's just don't stop. If you want to write, actually, whatever you want to do, if you want to do it, don't stop. Just keep going. For writing, this is especially important. Don't stop. Even if, you know, on one day you just write three sentences, it's enough. Just write those three sentences down. And then, you know, when you have more ideas, you add to them. But you need to write. You need to keep going. Just keep going. And the lesson you know, It really reminds me of Shut It All Down, and I know um, we're going back to the streets soon uh, because men are still raping women, men are still raping children, and men are still being men, and the government is still being, well, the government, so we're going back. But when we go back, we all have to collectively agree to keep going, to not stop, to Maybe run a bit when the police tear gas us But to come back the following day To regroup on that same day To just keep going It's an important lesson to share I mean I, you know, recently contemplated Death, in fact I more than contemplated it, I planned it And, you know, I had started What would have been the diary entry That I leave behind, but I, I didn't do it The reason why I didn't do it Was not Because I got better (laughs) Or because I felt less alone You know The only reason why I didn't do it was because I decided to give myself another chance So that I'm able to continue my work And my advocacy And I know maybe the relationship between my work And Myself is a bit toxic But part of the need to keep going Is You know also saying that Just you know keep going Just Give yourself another chance Maybe it works out Maybe it doesn't But just keep going You know Just Keep going Anyway <laughs> Before I get super emotional I want to just announce that This will be the last episode of Libya Speaks um, I'm working on changing the name of my podcast To be You know Reflective of my New personal identity Which is now Idi Monjila with a lowercase n and a full stop a and a full stop after the a Um, so you know there's no next time Um, Libya Speaks was fine while it was fun while it lasted but my name is Khadimonjila now and here's to breaking free